The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Then Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who were selling and buying in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he cured them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the amazing things that he did, and heard the children crying out in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they became angry and said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes, have you never read? Out of the mouths of infants and nursing babies you have prepared praise for yourself. He left them, went out of the city to Bethany, and spent the night there. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The whole city was in turmoil, and they were asking, Who is this? Who is this? Jesus was approaching Jerusalem, and he was going with intentionality. He was going deliberately. He was going just as he had planned, just as he had prophesied. In the previous chapter, in Matthew chapter 20, Jesus tells his disciples for the third time in very clear terms that he is going to Jerusalem 
and that there he will be delivered over to the chief priests and the scribes who will condemn him and deliver him to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. And he will be raised on the third day. And so it is that now Jesus approaches that holy city. He draws near. And from our gospel lesson today, we can tell that he comes with full awareness of what is going on and what will happen. He gives details to his disciples, which paint the picture to us that he has planned this arrival. He says, go into the next village and there you will find a donkey and her colt. Bring them to me. And if anybody asks you, say the Lord needs it. See, he wanted to go in in a particular way. It was the practice of pilgrims to go to Jerusalem, particularly close to the Passover, as this was, to go and to walk by foot. And of course, Jesus had walked by foot most of the way. But now as he draws near for this last leg of the journey, he changes it all up. And he tells us in Matthew's Gospel precisely why. This was to fulfill prophecy. And we heard in our early lesson here this morning that prophecy from Zechariah. Look, your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The son of man, the son of David, Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, the king. Jesus is greeted as the Messiah, as the anointed one. He is greeted as a king. And because that is exactly what the Messiah would be. Anointed one means uh, one who has been anointed with oil. And in the Old Testament, you can look throughout the Old Testament, there were really just three types of people who were anointed Kings and prophets and priests, anointed with this oil, blessed by God to carry out their calling, their vocation. Here, Jesus intentionally asks for these donkeys to be brought, that he may enter into Jerusalem the city of the king, and make it clear to everyone just exactly who he is. He intends for the people to receive him as the Messiah. Yes, he comes humble, meek, gentle. That is the nature of this king. But he does come as king. And the people catch on. 
The crowds greet Jesus with a cry, Hosanna! Hosanna literally means have mercy, or in short, help! But by this time uh, in Judah's history, it is generally understood that this also was just a general acclamation of praise. And so they are praising the Lord, their king, as he comes, just as they expected a king would come according to the prophecy given by Zechariah. Hosanna! And lest we misunderstand what the crowd means, they make it clear, Hosanna to the Son of David! Again, a messianic title, the Son of David, a descendant of the great King David who had established Jerusalem as the city of the great King David, to whom the Lord had promised a descendant of his would be on the throne forever. Jesus enters the city as that king and proclaimed by the crowds to be that longed for, that hoped for Messiah and king. Who is this? This is the son of David, their Messiah. And they quote from Psalm 118, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Psalm 18, we recognize as a psalm we normally use on Easter. It is a psalm, though, that has a much longer history in the usage of the people of, the, of God. Uh, the people uh, of Israel had used Psalms 113 through 118 as the psalms of Passover as part of their Passover meal. And maybe it, because of the close proximity of this joyous day of our Lord's entrance into Jerusalem to that festival of Passover, with that fresh in their minds, the people quote from the last of those Hallel Psalms, Psalm 118, in what is a very appropriate verse for the entry of their king, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he. Who is this? Well, upon coming into the city, the people of the city were in turmoil. The only other time that this has happened in Matthew's Gospel is when the other kings came to visit, the three magi, as we remember them, the three kings came and sought out the sitting, the reigning king of Israel, Herod, and told him that they had come to pay homage to worship the newborn king. And Herod and all of Jerusalem were shaken. They were in turmoil over this news. But now the newborn king, Jesus, is all grown up. And now he is the king who enters. Interesting that when they are asked, who is this? The crowds 
answer in a way that reveals to us that they don't 100% understand who he is. For they respond not with, he is our king, but he is the prophet, Jesus of Nazareth, of Galilee. But even here, what they say is true. For again, a prophet is an anointed one. And this Messiah, this anointed one who comes as king, also comes as a prophet. I've already said how he has prophesied three times at least very clearly that he has come to Jerusalem and what will happen to him there. That he will be delivered over to the chief priests and scribes who will condemn and deliver him to the Gentiles to be mocked, flogged, and crucified. And that he will rise on the third day. So he is a prophet. And this is further proved by the first thing he does upon entering the city. He goes to the temple and there he exercises prophetic judgment on the people who had set up in the court of the Gentiles in the temple a marketplace. There he drove out all who were selling and buying. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold the doves. You can imagine the chaos of this demonstration that Jesus is doing. It is reminiscent of so many of the actions of the prophets. You can think of Jeremiah or Ezekiel who were tasked by God to do uh, acts, very public acts uh, that would draw attention to them so that they may speak God's word, often a word of judgment against those who had fallen away. And so it is that Jesus issues this word. It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. He makes a judgment regarding what has been going on in the temple. He says, you're far off base. This court was supposed to be the place where the nations would gather to pray to God, where God had promised to hear their prayers and to answer, but you have messed it all up. It's at this point that those who now have space to come to him, now that the animals have been driven away, they come, the blind and the lame. And he works mercy, miracles that do catch the attention of those who are there, the chief priests and the scribes, the very ones to whom he would be delivered. They're indignant. And they say, do you hear these children, what they cry out? Jesus says, yes. And isn't it beautiful? Out of the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have prepared praise for yourself. 
What is it that they were crying but Hosanna to the son of David? These children, if not the chief priests and scribes, recognized and were ready to answer that question, who is this? This is their Lord. This is their God. A king? Yes. A prophet? Yes. Jesus is the Messiah. I said that there was one other group of people in the Old Testament who were anointed, and that is the priests. But Jesus, when he went into the temple, he cleared it out. He issued his judgment, but he did not set himself up as high priest in the temple. No, he left it. He would return throughout the days that would follow in that week, and there he would teach and work miracles of healing. But he would not establish himself in the temple as high priest. No, that would come that following Friday, where Jesus would be lifted up on the cross. And not by the shedding of the blood of goats or bulls, but by his own blood, as we heard from Hebrews this morning. By his own blood, Jesus would make the atoning sacrifice for the sins of Israel, for the sins of his people, who include not only Israel, but all people. He is the atoning sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. Jesus, when he died on the cross, when his blood was shed, when he made the sacrifice to end all sacrifices, opened the way for you and me and for all people to enter into the presence of God. This is shown to be true in that the moment that he dies, the curtain of the temple that separated the Holy of Holies from the whole rest of the world was torn from top to bottom. That wall of separation between the Holy God and the sinful people it was torn down. Jesus has made a way for all people to come into the presence of God the Father. Who is this the crowds wanted to know? Who is this Jesus to you? He would call himself your king, your prophet, your great high priest. Receive him as such, for he has called you his own. And he has died and he has risen again to make it so. In the name of Jesus. Amen.